Hi, I'm Ayala Chipley, and you're listening to Get Out of Bed, Out of Your Head. I'm excited for you to join me on the journey as we learn the skills to overcome our anxiety and depression, acknowledge what we are going through, and learn to share our stories because we deserve to have our lives not dictated by the struggles within our mental health. Whether you're focusing on yourself or helping others, I can't wait to help you get there through sharing what I've learned in my own struggles, my own studies, or interviewing top experts in the mental health field, many of whom have struggled with this on their own. We are on a mission to own our story and own our truth, to live life on our own terms. So a lot of us want to help other people, but in order to help other people, we have to help ourselves first, as hard as it is to admit, we do. My mission has always been to help other people. And I feel like a lot of us serve this mission where we're super impact driven. But I've learned that I can't help others until I learn to help myself. And I consistently meet so many people who who want to help others and have this burning desire to, but go through something so tough and don't want to help themselves before they help other people. So I'm going to tell a story about a friend that was telling me about her experiences of helping other people before she helped herself. So she's a behavioral specialist. And what her job was was to address problem behaviors, create a plan in order to help change what this person is experiencing. And a lot of what she was dealing with in these cases has to do with people who are involved, who had experienced trauma, significant traumas. And specifically, toxic relationships and domestic violence cases and some other things. She was telling me, she was like, I was so good at my job because I could notice these behaviors because I do them myself. And she realized that she was still living in the trauma that she had gone through and continued to live through because she was experiencing vicarious trauma and had had a lot to do with her not helping herself through her own stuff. And she found herself in so much pain because of this on a daily basis. And it was eating away at her because she was still living in this younger version of herself that had gone through this trauma as she was helping others and helping others to notice these behaviors. And she was good at her job and good at noticing these behaviors and creating the plan because she was still living it too. But it, it was she learned that she had to stop doing this for a while because it was affecting her emotionally so much. And she would bring this home with her every night and it would just eat away at her. So she was brave and she learned that she had to work through her own stuff in therapy and talk to people and learn the tools that she had really been teaching, but really dealing with it on her own. And that's the reason that she was able to get back to it so successfully without being so distraught by it every single day. And for me, this this comes up a lot. When I have things that are unresolved that I haven't worked through, but I'm helping a client with something they're going through that's similar to my own stuff, even if I'm not actively thinking about it, I am so triggered. And I live through their trauma because of my own stuff that I've gone through. And I've learned especially in my studies and learning to be a therapist, that I only get triggered by my own my own stuff, by the things that I've gone through that I haven't worked through. And 
I can see horrific things. But what I get triggered by the most are the things that have affected me personally that I haven't worked through on my own. Which is why I continue to work on myself. Like we constantly do this in supervision, which I have weekly with my internship supervisor, my job, and in therapy weekly. And I learn the tools on my own to work through my own stuff because I know that if I can't help myself first, I won't learn how to help others properly without without letting it eat away at me. And when you're in graduate school to be a therapist, so my master's in social work program, they practically require you go through therapy yourself because everyone has stuff. And especially if we want to help other people go through the things that we've gone through, we have to help ourselves in order to help the other person. And I think like the easiest example is when we're on planes, what's the first thing we hear? We hear the flight attendants say, put on your mask first before helping the person next to you. And it's for a reason. If we're trying to grasp for air, how can we help someone? How, how can we help someone else first? We won't do a good job and we don't, we won't do it successfully if we're hurting ourselves in the process because our body isn't able to do it. So I know that I can't help myself if I can't help other people if I don't learn the tools and help myself first. And it's hard because we have this super impact driven, we have these super impact driven tendencies where we want to help other people. But the most important thing is to learn the tools yourself first, because that's the first step to work through your own pain before you can help someone else. I'm so inspired that you've joined me and so many others by listening to this podcast in our fight to overcome our anxiety and depression. If you know someone that could benefit from this message, please share this podcast with them so we can change the lives of the people we love together. If you want more help for yourself so you can finally live life on your own terms without feeling crippled by anxiety and depression, then I hope you'll let me help you further on your journey. You can do this by going to www.anxietysecretstoolbox.com to access the key tools and strategies you need to gain control over your anxiety and panic attacks. We are on a mission to come together to own our story and truth and help others do the same in this movement to live life on our own terms.